It's a quarter to that time, and as always, we are rising to the top here on Magic 102. This is Greg Willis. Thank you for once again inviting me to spend the night with you. And don't worry, I'll lock the door and leave a note when I leave. Coming up in just a little bit, I'll be joined here in the studio by Chef Clive Johnson. Chef Clive is, of course, the visionary behind the Black Street Cafe, which, in my humble opinion, is the finest restaurant to have ever opened across the street from my house. And we'll have a special surprise announcement about the Slippers and Robes cruise that is guaranteed to flambe your world. In the meantime, is everyone ready to get comfortable? Let's get comfortable. Then do I have news for you. Shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, a delivery truck sporting a large pair of rubber testicles surprised me with an unexpected load. Or should I say, unexpected robes. (laughs) That's right, comfort seekers. Your commemorative terry cloth robe and slipper sets have arrived. And how did they turn out? Well, let's just say I've had mine on for more than eight hours and wouldn't be surprised if I never put on pants again. We're talking about an exquisite blend of Turkish cotton and bamboo viscose so soft and absorbent, it's like draping yourself in bathroom tissue. Dyed a tasteful shade of brandy wine, these robes are not only elegant, but dark enough to hide most stains. And while many robes offer a mere one or two pockets, you can rest assured that any robe that carries my monogram is going to offer as many pockets as possible. There are at least six on here by my count, and I've been told there are three hidden pockets I haven't even found yet. These robes are plush, they're practical, and they're puzzling. They're a gift from me to everyone on board the Comfort Cruise, and hey, with gifts like these, who needs Christmas? Am I right? What's that? Sorry, I didn't mean to imply that these robes in any way diminish the birth of Jesus Christ. Both are equally worth celebrating in their own ways. Magic 102, you're on the air. Hey, Greg. Long-time caller, first-time listener. I was wondering about that date. Oh, Mr. Long-time. You know, I've been meaning to ask you, are you by any chance a proctologist? Uh, no. But I know an asshole when I Then why are you such a pain in my ass? (laughs) Ah, didn't see that coming. (sighs) Well, you know, radio, it's an unpredictable medium. Though, I pride myself on keeping it as predictable as possible. Speaking of boring and predictable, how did your date go the other night? What was her name again? Veronica? Oh, Victoria. Uh, Victoria. Right, so Victoria, for those of you who don't know, Victoria is the young woman who accompanied me to the premiere of Laser Vandross. She was the poor girl who won the contest where someone had to go on a date with you. No, she was my plus one. But in terms of quality, easily a plus six. Maybe even a plus seven after a few hot Russians. I'm sorry, what was that? What was what? Did you say hot Russians? Like, actual Russians? (laughs) No. Uh, Hot Russians, that's a cocktail drink. A signature cocktail drink invented by me, Greg Willis. Ah, and what do you put in a hot Russian? Me, if she's willing. Is that crass? Sorry, that was crass. Uh, A hot Russian, it's basically a white Russian, except the milk is heated like a cappuccino. I used to call it a frothy Russian, but people told me that reminded them of rabies. So you had hot Russians where? In your place? Actually, we had them at Black Street Cafe. Chef Clive, did I mention he's on the show tonight? At length. Well, I don't mean to brag, but when I told Chef Clive about hot Russians, he loved it so much that he immediately added them to the drink menu. And he gives me credit for it, too. Hot 
Russians, the signature cocktail drink of Greg Willis. So you and Victoria were knee-deep in hot Russians. Hot Russians at the Black Street, followed by Laser Vandros. And I need to take a moment here to once again commend the staff down at the planetarium for the job they did. As I said the other night, the show is simply fantastic. Yeah? What was your favorite part? A house is not a home. Absolute showstopper. There was this part where they took the lasers and they made a house. Four walls, roof, the whole thing, and then another laser came along and it sawed the house in half. And then, when the house fell apart, a heart rose up from the bottom, and then another laser came along and that sawed the heart in two. I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. I teared up. Which honestly was a bit of a relief because it meant that the lasers had not fried my tear ducts. And what about Victoria? Oh, her eyes were fine. No, I mean, is she having a good time? Is she enjoying her company? Well, not to come off like a gossipy goose, but it was quite a late evening. Oh, don't tell me you took her back to your house. Oh, no. She took me to her compound. I'm Guy, 31 years old. I like hot beer and cold music. Wait, no. I like cold beer and hot music. I'm looking for a horny slut who'll pay for stuff and not make me feel bad about it. If you're interested, meet me down at Sammy's place. Ask for the Trivia King. Who's John Quincy Adams? Bingo! They'll know who you're talking about. Yeah, great. This is Sean calling from Humble. I want to request meeting in my bedroom. I want to dedicate that to my girl, Allison. I love you, baby.
Magic 102. Hi, Greg. It's Victoria. Oh, Victoria. You know, as soon as I said your name tonight, I knew your ears would be burning. Your ears and and probably some other parts, too. Greg, I'm so sorry I haven't called you sooner. I don't have your number. Sure you do. It's 1-800-SMOOTH. No, I don't have your private number. There's no such thing as private when you're a celebrity, Victoria. Your life is an open book. Or, in the case of radio personalities, an open audiobook. <laughs> Wait, so everybody just calls you here? Exactly. The way I see it, if what you have to say is worth sharing with me, it's worth sharing with my listeners. And that's true whether it's my mother or my doctor or my mother's doctor. Oh, is that why that one caller always wants to talk about your mom's cholesterol? Dr. Sobel, yes. Uh, he now claims that he didn't know that we were on the air, but... That's for a judge to decide. Well, I was just calling to thank you for taking me to the laser show the other night. The pleasure was all mine. You know, I don't know why those nerds down at the planetarium spend so much time studying the sky when the most heavenly body in the universe was sitting right next to me. (laughs) Greg! samples I gave you? I haven't. You know, I lost them in my car. You lost them in your car? Yeah. I mean, they're in there. I just, you know, I just don't know where. Okay, well, you're going to want to get those out of the direct sun because the product does denigrate in UV light. Right, and we don't want that to happen, do we? No. Diamond Life is a carefully calibrated system. It's important that you store the products properly and take them in the proper order. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying that many times. For instance, you have to cleanse your system with the flow powder before taking the emergence tincture. Otherwise, you'll throw off your neural pathways, and that leads to mind-body dissonance. Which means what exactly? It means your brain and body won't be in harmony. Your brain will be thinking one thing, your body will be craving another... Yeah, I think I'm familiar with that feeling. You need to be completely balanced before you move on to the Paradise Pack. We went over that, right? You know, Victoria, as much as I would love to keep discussing this, we really are short on time tonight. Uh, why don't we pick this up sometime soon over a round of hot Russians? You know what would be perfect is if you came with me to our Sandra St. Victor's Day potluck. There'll be music, a public information forum... And if you're lucky, Greg, you might get chosen to participate in our somatic endocrine rebalancing seminar. Um, okay. And bring anybody you like. Everyone's welcome. Even your listeners, if anyone's interested. Yeah, that seems unlikely. Oh, wait, one last thing. You totally don't have to. But if you do end up bringing something to eat, because it is a potluck, maybe bring dessert? Last potluck, everybody brought kale. I... Don't even know what that is. Magic 
half past the hour here on Magic 102. This is Greg Willis, of course. You know, one of the things that I love most about being a celebrity is having the power to shine a light on undiscovered and underappreciated talent. In my own lifetime, I've thrown my support behind Leonard Duffy, the inventor of silent Velcro. Teen Sensations, the Lionel Frampton Trio, who were the first to play a xylophone through a talk box. More recently, there was the mayoral campaign of Rodney Allen Rippey. It's with that lineage in mind that I'd like to introduce my next guest. How much do I believe in this man? So much so that I've hired him to serve as executive chef of the Slippers and Robes Comfort Cruise. Chef Clive, welcome to Magic 102 and welcome to the Comfort Cruise family. It's a pleasure to be here, Greg. I'm sure our listeners out there are probably breathless at the news that you're going to be working your magic for us in Nova Scotia, Chef Clive. But one thing I don't think they know is that you are actually uniquely qualified to man the galley. That's true. That's true. Uh, before I opened up Black Street, I worked on a, a cruise line in the Gulf of Mexico. You have fond memories of those days? Oh, yeah. Well, the good thing about working on a cruise ship is that you get exposed to all these different cuisines. I'm talking exotic stuff like, uh, what if I melted some brie on some tortilla chips and added a little sweet and sour pork and topped it with a banana guacamole? Your cuisine is exquisite, but what I really love is the attention you pay to the little details. For instance, a lot of restaurants, you come in, you sit down, and they will bring you a basket of bread. You bring your customers pretzels in a martini glass. Well, see, my philosophy is you got to make it nice. Like pretzels, they're good on their own, but you put them in a martini glass, and that makes it nice. You have a dish, a coconut shrimp. To me, this is a stroke of genius. How did you come up with that? Well, coconut shrimp is actually a classical dish. Really? That's not a Chef Clive original. No, but you know what we do is we take the coconut shrimp, and you know what we do? You make it nice. We make it nice. <laughs> See, the secret is we got this batter, this bubble batter. What it is, is it's a batter. Mm, you okay. get some eggs, some like nice eggs and some milk. Mm-hmm. You stir those together, and you get it real nice. Mm. And then what you do is you put some bubbles in it. You get some champagne, like a real nice champagne. Mm. And we put it in there, it makes it nice. And then what we do is we get some oil, like a tub of oil, you know, and then we make it real hot. You get it so hot, like you don't want to touch it hot. That's how hot it is. It's not good to touch it when it's hot. Then what we do, we take that like shrimp with the bubble batter, Put it in hot oil and it starts to cook. It creates like a, 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 a chemical reaction with the shrimp and the bubble bath, you know? I have to say, this is fascinating. I could listen to you talk about cooking all day. Now the trick is, you don't want it to get too crisp. What you want is you want it to be just right. You gotta ask yourself all the time, like, what color is the shrimp? Is it brown? Is it golden brown? When did I put the shrimp in? How much longer does the shrimp gotta stay in? And you can keep track of that all on your own. Oh, I'm focused with the shrimp. I'm like a lion in the jungle watching shrimp. I'm ready to pounce. When does the lion pounce on the shrimp? When it's nice. See, when it's nice, that's when you take it out of the oil. You take the shrimp out the oil, 
and you let it sit out for a minute. You gotta let it sit out because you gotta let it cool off. Because if you don't let it cool off, you, you when you go to eat the shrimp, you will burn your mouth. One item I've seen on your menu that I've always personally been curious about is the dirty rice. What makes rice dirty, and why would I want it that way? Well, see, dirty rice, what it is, is it's rice, but it's how we cook it that makes it dirty. Like, you get the rice, and you get some chicken, you get, like, some nice chicken, and you put some spices in there, and you cook it up real good, and then, then the rice, this is, this is so much flavor. I see. So, dirty is a good thing. Oh, to me, the dirtier, the better. See, it's, it's like I'm always asking customers, how dirty do you want your rice? Do you want it dirty? Do you want it extra dirty? Or do you want it don't tell mama dirty? <laughs> don't tell mama dirty. Don't tell mama how dirty the rice is. <laughs> that is fun. That's really fun. I like that a whole lot. We have a good time, Gray. It's contagiously obvious. Well, I know you got to get back to that hot oil, but... I just wanted to thank you once again for stopping by and let you know just how thrilled we are to have you on board the Comfort Cruise. No problem, Greg. I'm happy to help. Well, help isn't really the right word. It's, we are paying you. Yeah, but I'm helping you out. If anybody's helping anybody out, it's me helping you. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, no offense, Chef Clive, but you're not exactly packing the menu. Oh, oh, so you just... You just missed a restaurant now. You're just going to swoop in and save my business. Look, I'm giving you a free celebrity endorsement. Do you have any idea how much an advertiser would pay for that sort oh, of thing? Oh, free. We're going to talk about free now. Like all the free food I gave you. I don't think you've ever spent a dime in my restaurant. I gave you hot Russians. Nobody drinking that shit. Chef Claude. Now, I know you're a passionate artist, but that is no reason to go uttering obscenities on my broadcast. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. We could get a fine for that. How big a fine? Well, I'd have to check. But off the top of my head, I could easily see it amounting to 100 orders of coconut shrimp. Could we make it 10? Let's start with 10. See how it feels, but only if you promise to make it nice. Oh, you know I'll make it nice. I like a woman in sexy lingari, lingari, like a negligee, make me get hard in dongari. I'm a D, 23, I like a woman in sexy lingari, lingari, like a negligee, make me get hard in dongari. You like? 
Hey lady, you like? Okay. Hi, this is Tercel sometime, and I'm calling from Tyrone Springs, and I'd like to hear A Broken Heart Can Mend by Alexander O'Neill, and I'd like to send that out to my girl, Brittany, and just like to say, Brittany, sorry about yesterday. I think we both can agree that best not to take chances in the kitchen. Thank you. is Brett with a request for his girlfriend, Connie. Hi, Greg. It's actually uh, Blaine upstairs. Hey, Blaine from upstairs. Let me guess. You've got a new sponsor you want me to plug? <laughs> uh, I wish, buddy. Um, actually, um, well, wanted to give you a call. You know, the show sounds great up here, as, uh, as always. Well, thank you. Uh, but I've been getting, uh, getting some complaints here, getting some emails about uh, some obstructions in the workplace. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's terrible. I don't know what that has to do with my show. But. Uh, the robes, Greg. I mean, the robes. I mean, from these emails, it sounds like there are literally thousands of them down there. Okay, that that is true. There are thousands, but you know, they're all they're all destined for good homes. Think of them as Chinese orphans. Greg, we discussed this in the budget meeting. We can't afford any promotional spending until we sell some tickets. Well, you discussed that, but then I discussed the prototype with Diane from Robespierre, and I'll tell you, we got so excited that I went ahead and placed a full order. And I'll have you know, for doing so, she's going to give us a deep discount on all the reorders we're going to need in the future. 
You see, that's the problem, buddy. Yes, no, you know that no one appreciates your marketing instincts here more than me. But some people in management feel like you've been a bit of an all-star here lately when you could be acting like more of a team player. What is that, sports? What does that mean? Well, to put it in simplest terms, for years you've been begging us to sponsor recruits. And when we finally agreed to it, it was with the understanding that certain injections would be needed to offset certain leakages. And the problem here, Greg, is you have no articulated goal diversification. You have no point of paradigm leveraging. You haven't even flowcharted a reverse fulfillment plan on present expenditures. <laughs> Essentially, your marketing plan can be described as, I've decided I deserve a cruise. Okay, so we are still talking about the cruise. Yes, we're talking about the cruise, Greg. Okay, well, here's what I have to say to that. I have been with this station for 35 years. I put this station on the map. I've earned this cruise. You want to tell me that I don't deserve a cruise when Dave Koz has a cruise? When Keith Sweat has a cruise? When MC Light, of all people, has a cruise? Well, Greg, the reason those cruises sell tickets is because people get excited about them. You want excitement? I mean, did you hear my interview with Chef Clive earlier tonight? What business do you have hiring a chef? You know nothing about food. You eat raw tater tots that thaw on your desk. You made a smoothie once by stirring a cup of yogurt into a can of fruit cocktail. You tried to order a six-foot party Cinnabon that doesn't even exist. What can I say? I, I eat for the taste. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Exactly. So if I'm recommending Chef Clive, you know, that's, that's money in the bank. You do realize Cruise Halifax has their own chefs, right? It's part of the package. You don't just get to bring your own like a crockpot. Is their chef a personality? Does he have name recognition the way that Chef Clive has name recognition? Does he have a catchphrase? Look, Greg, even if you could hire Chef Clive, which you can't, but even if you could, he's not going to save this cruise. The cruise does not need saving. Greg, nobody has signed up. Well, I know ticket sales are lagging, but, you know, No, not... Greg, nobody has signed up as in zero people. Zero people have signed up. Yes, zero. Well, that just proves how right I was to order the robes. I mean, you know, we have to offer people incentives. You know, to quote and vote, we have to give them something they can feel. Like terry cloth. Greg, the cheapest package on this cruise is $10,000. Do you honestly think someone who works hard all year, gets a week's vacation, is going to blow $10,000 or more to wear pajamas and a floating peaches on Herb concert? Well, technically it's just Herb. Booking someone who's maybe had a hit record in my lifetime. How about booking someone who isn't dead? People die all the time, but you know, their music lives on. And that's what my show is all about, you know, preserving and honoring the past. It's like a festive tomb or a party grave. Greg, you have to get with the times. Listenership is down, advertising is down, we are losing stations by the day. Rome is burning here, my friend, and you are Nero with the soprano sax. I am host of one of the 11 most listened to, syndicated, smooth jazz, classical R&B programs on radio today. I have taken on all comers and I have vanquished them all. That's right, I'm talking to you, Todd Lucas. Bottom line, Greg, you either get people signed up for this cruise or we're canceling it. Fine, how many reservations do you need? 10, I don't know, one? I mean, can you get one? Break, uh, how about 100? 
No, how about how about a thousand? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a thousand people to sign up for this thing. How do you like that? Well, as long as they pay, I'd love it. Oh, they're going to pay. Believe me. Is there anything else? Yeah, actually, now, now that you mention it, there is one more thing. Tyler, the intern upstairs, yeah, his birthday's coming up, and we've got a card going around, and uh, we'd appreciate it if we could get your signature on it. Send it down. I'll have my assistant put my stamp on it. That's great. Thanks, Greg. Keep up the good work. 